0: Well, that music can only mean one thing, and that is that J. Wynn Russick joins me here on Midday. I'm Tom Hall. Hey, Judy. How you doing?
1: Fine. Happy to join you.
0: Always happy to be joined by you. So we're going to talk about a play at the Everyman Theater, Ken Ludwig's Baskerville, a Sherlock Holmes mystery. Um, I understand this isn't a conventional dramatization of the famous Arthur Conan Doyle novel, The Hound of the Baskervilles. So what's what's unconventional about it?
1: Well, from that long title, you might guess correctly that this is not a reverential treatment of the Holmes novel. Ken Ludwig is a playwright who specializes in comedy and farces. He's based in D.C., by the way. He started out as a lawyer. I think still is somewhat a lawyer. Um, His breakthrough play was Lend Me a Tenor, which you've probably heard of. It tried out for Broadway years and years ago at the old Mechanic Theater Theater. I interviewed him for The Sun back then. It was his first interview as a playwright. I reread the Arthur Conan Doyle novel before I saw his version of this play. It's as much a horror story as it is a detective story or a mystery. Sherlock Holmes and his sidekick, Dr. Watson, are hired to investigate the murder of Sir Charles Baskerville on the grounds of his estate in Devonshire. The town has a legend, or you might call it a superstition, about an enormous, vicious, murderous dog that apparently has it in for the Baskervilles. Ludwig's play is pure comedy. He also pumps up the melodrama and he adds a big dose of meta theater. What I mean by that is elements that deliberately call attention to the mechanics of theater making. Most obvious example is that the cast has only five actors. One plays Holmes, one plays Watson, and the other three play more than 40 characters. And we often see them changing from one character to another on stage in front of us. They do it often by swapping out a part of a costume, for example. This production is lots of fun, Tom. And every man, as you mentioned earlier in the program, recently extended it an extra week. That popularity can't just be due to Sherlock Holmes fans. I brought a clip and even listeners with just a passing acquaintance with Holmes and Watson will recognize the fervor in their voices for the, a new case. You're going to hear Danny Gavigan and Tony Nam. Let's listen.
0: What a foe Watson, the cunning muscle. He recognized who I was on Regent Street, assumed I would find the driver of the cab, and sent me back this audacious message. I tell you what, In this time we have a foeman worthy of our steel. The man is bald, if nothing else. He's a creature of tangles, who's weaving a web, whose intricacies we are barely glimpsing Elementary, my dear Watson, elementary. That's Danny Gavigan and Tony Nam in Everyman Theater's production of Baskerville, a Sherlock Holmes mystery. So, uh, Judy, you said this is basically a comedy, but in other respects, does Ludwig's script, you know, sort of stick pretty closely to the Arthur Conan Doyle text?
1: Well, there's a lot going on in Conan Doyle's text. For example, there's a subplot involving an escaped convict and there are elaborate backstories for some of the characters. Given all that, it is really surprising how much of Conan Doyle's fairly involved plot, Ken Ludwig, gets into this play. Besides the meta-theater aspect, he makes a couple other significant changes, though. The biggest change is that he turns the heir to the Baskerville fortune, Sir Henry Baskerville, into a Texan. In the novel, he's Canadian. A Texan in rural England is much more a fish out of water than a Canadian. Sir Henry wears a cowboy hat and cowboy boots, and he says things like, "Gall, darn it. Um, another textual change is the way that Ludwig ends the play. <clears throat> it sets up what could be Sherlock Holmes's next case, although as far as I know, it's not a case that Conan Doyle ever wrote. But getting back to our Texan, I brought a clip from a scene when Sir Henry meets Holmes and Watson. You're gonna hear Drew Kaupus as Sir Henry, Tony Nam as Dr. Watson, and Danny Gavigan again as Sherlock Holmes. Let's listen.
0: Gentlemen, it's a pleasure to meet you yeah, likewise. I understand, Mr. Holmes, that you work out little puzzles for and my new friend here had arranged for us to come around this morning, and i will come <coughs> to sell. You've had a remarkable experience then? Why, I wouldn't call it remarkable exactly. Just some oddball letter that arrived at my hotel this morning. To Sir Henry Baskerville, the Northumberland Hotel. Who knew you were going to the Northumberland? No one could have possibly known. That's Drew Coppas Tony Nam, and Danny Gavigan there in Baskerville, a Sherlock Holmes mystery, which is at the Everyman Theater. So, Judy, obviously three actors playing more than 40 roles. There's a whole lot of costume changing going on. Uh, I've talked to some folks who've been to this show, and they say that that's really one of the funniest parts in a lot of ways. How, how does it work? How do, they, how do they get in and out of these different characters so quickly?
1: It is one of the funniest parts, and it works in several different ways. In one case, Megan Anderson actually hands Bruce Nelson a hat with a wig attached. This is the kind of play where what's going on backstage is probably a play in itself. There are 105 costumes and wigs and 69 quick changes. The production is directed by Laura Kepley and she guides almost all of this with a really sure hand. But I have to say at the performance I attended, there seemed to be a crucial missing sound effect in the climactic scene with the hound. And the way the hound is portrayed, I found rather underwhelming. But there are some very slick, quick costume changes. For example, to transform himself from Holmes's scullery maid to the 18th century Sir Hugo Baskerville, Drew Coppus does just a well-timed flip of a skirt and it becomes Sir Hugo's cape. And then he and Megan Anderson act out the story of the hound's first victim, Sir Hugo, and at the end they bow to the audience. That's one of those meta-theatrical touches. The cleverest change is really fairly simple. Drew Coppas plays two characters at the same time, Sir Henry and Scotland Yard's Inspector Lestrade, and he does this by moving back and forth under two different hats that are held by the characters of Holmes and Watson. Drew Coppas, Megan Anderson, Bruce Randolph Nelson, they have tougher jobs than the leads, than Danny Gavigan and Tony Nam. Um, but Gavigan and Nam have much more time for character development. Gavigan comes across as just whip-smart as Sherlock Holmes, and Tony Nam's Dr. Watson is
0: fearless and loyal. Yeah, this sounds like a lot of fun. Now, you described a couple of these costume uh, deals, but do you have a favorite? And what about the set? Are there you know, trick elements in the set as well?
1: The costumes are by David Burdick, and they are very, very clever. My favorite only makes a very brief appearance. Megan Anderson plays a crying baby in a baby carriage, and the top of the carriage is part of her costume. The sets by Paige Hathaway, it's kind of a cabinet of curiosities, and parts of it are as clever as the costumes. It can be as simple as two cabinet doors pulling out and becoming the headboard of Watson's bed, at one point, Anderson plays an abducted maiden escaping from Sir Hugo's house. She starts out standing in an upper cupboard, and then she scales her way down on the other panels and shelves. Very clever.
0: Well, the Cabinet of Curiosities, our home, has been described by that, uh, <laughs> like that, by several people who visited. Okay, uh, just a, a little bit of time left here. Uh, besides this latest production of uh, Sherlock Holmes Mystery, there's some other news uh, coming from Everyman Theatre. What's going on?
1: Oh, yes, very big news. Earlier this month, Everyman received a $2 million gift. It's from local philanthropists Susan W. Flanagan and George A. Roche. It is the single largest unrestricted gift in Everyman's history. And along with giving the theater a safety net, this will no doubt help the theater program other ambitious productions,
0: Like Baskerville. Indeed, it will. That's a very generous deal from them. So, thank you uh, for uh, letting us know about that. The show is called Ken Ludwig's Baskerville, a Sherlock Holmes mystery. And as we mentioned, it's been extended. It was going to close on New Year's Day, it now closes on. January 8th. Uh, And we're going to take next week off. And uh, when we come back in the new year, Judy, you're going to interview uh, a guy named DT Max. He's a columnist for The New Yorker. He's written a new book on Stephen Sondheim, a gentleman you know an awful lot about. And then we're going to hear about The Tempest at the Roundhouse Theater uh, later in that week. So thanks so much and uh, have a happy holiday and a great new year. Thank you, Tom. And the same to all our listeners. That's it for us today. Coming up tomorrow, it's the Midday Christmas Eve special. Hope you can join us for some music, some poetry, and some stories of the season. We'll be sampling some shows from the Midday Archives next week, and we'll be back with you live on January 2nd with an edition of the Midday Health Watch with our good friend, Dr. Lena Wen. So thanks for listening to Midday today and every day on the radio or on demand. I'm Tom Hall from all of us on the Midday team Shania Mapson, Luke Spicknell, Rob Sivak, Taria Rogers, Mallory. Pinkard Pierre and Austin Cogman, we wish you and yours the happiest of holidays and all the best wishes in the new year.
1: This is 88.1 WYPR.